Welcome to Converge Coffee. I am Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Harry Howe. He is the president of Howe Leadership and provides mentoring to business owners who have been victims of their own success. <laughs> Harry worked the first half of his career for GE in a variety of roles and businesses. He went on to assist in starting up two IT consulting businesses before establishing his own consulting practice in 2007. Since then, he has mentored many budding entrepreneurs and business owners, helping them navigate the challenges of building a sustainable business while maintaining their health and relationships. In 2018, he launched Indie Grit Community to help business leaders develop the grit required for success in business and in life. Harry, thanks for being on the show. How are you today? Oh, great. Sean, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of uh, this podcast. It's a privilege. Well, it's funny that you, uh, when I was talking about you, you were sip, sipping some coffee there. So I kind of noticed that right away. Um, I mean, it brings people together during the day. Yes. And I have uh, really enjoyed coffee over the course of my career, become a coffee lover. And it, so it, it's a important part of my uh, day and I especially enjoy it. Oh, same here. Went to a new coffee shop in Zionsville. So always want to try out the local local brands, but you know. Yes, you know. and we, we've got some great ones here in Indy. So that's that's a fun thing. We can talk about that later. Oh, definitely. My first question, I mean, try to, like I want to talk about the Indy Grit community because it's a unique perspective on something about grit and initiative. And so I want to start out with that is why did you start the Indy Grit community? Yes. Well, um, Sean, first, let me begin by defining uh, grit. I define grit as the convergence of passion and perseverance around a long-term meaningful goal. And the research has shown that grit is a better predictor of success than either talent or intelligence in each of the domains in which it's been studied, including West Point, the classroom, professional sports, and, and many others. And so that's the research, but it was really my own personal observations over the span of my career that really helped me to see this as a differentiator between people that um, leave a mark uh, on the world as a result of their life and, and those who tend to just kind of drift. And so I felt that in this um, second half of my career that I wanted to be that voice that would speak up for um, this case for grit, that uh, really there are very few voices that I know of that are telling that story. And so I wanted to have an opportunity to tell that story and bring together like-minded people uh, to, as a community, help us collectively become more gritty. And so that was really the inception. And uh, we've had a number of events um, and some really great speakers and practical exercises. And there has become uh, it's probably be an overstatement to say a groundswell, but there is certainly a core group of people with whom this has resonated and 
um, feel as though it's making a, a difference for them, especially entrepreneurs, um, as they uh, get started. There are so many voices out there, Sean, who are telling them if they dream it, uh, you know, it can happen. And here are five uh, fail-proof steps for starting a business or building a career. Um, but and we need people who are encouragers. We need people who are cheerleaders. But it's a rough ride. Uh, it's a roller coaster. It's fraught with obstacles, and it is a marathon, not a sprint. And so, um, the reality is that uh, it takes an abundance of grit to build a business, and it takes an abundance of grit to um, build a career. So that that's the short story. As you can see, I could go on, but uh, that that is the the shorter answer to your question. I like it. No, it's, I, I've kind of been reading some, you know, articles too about passion and grit and the marathon method versus the sprinting method. Um, and so it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because not a lot of people are talking about that. They're kind of mentioning career advice and challenges and going forward, but they haven't really mentioned the actual initiative of the day in, day out. So like, how do I chip away at this? So I know that you started this community um, a little over a year ago. And, you know, this is podcast is about marketing. So kind of wanted to know, you know, what were kind of your, you know, initial your grit um, about, you know, early marketing lessons? What did you learn from your early marketing lessons to in building this community? Yes, well, um, that's a good question, and uh, I have learned a great deal about marketing, which is uh, I, I've never stated that marketing was one of my strengths, so I've learned a lot. Early, One of my early marketing lessons learned was that people who register for an event, uh, um, this today means that uh, they aspire to attend and is by no means any kind of a commitment. And so from a marketing standpoint, um, a lot of people show some interest and sign up, but uh, that uh, is no indicator of how many people are going to show up on that day and, and really um, make it a priority. So that has been a lesson for me, just uh, simply the difference between um, what kind of the variations of what yes, I'm going to come means. And for many people, yes, simply means, well, I'm, I'm interested. And uh, it's only those that uh, say, yes, this is important, and I'm going to make it a priority. Um, and so my experience has been that uh, about 60% are in the former category that, yes, I aspire to go, uh, versus 40% who, uh, when they register, are saying, yes, this, this is important to me. I'm going to be there, and, and they show up. So that is uh, an important um, marketing lesson that I had to learn the hard way. Uh, another 
valuable lesson that I've learned more recently is that uh, it's great to have the wind at your back. And by that, I mean that uh, having an event where there's a built-in audience uh, has been beneficial. And so um, the last several events uh, have been scheduled around and in cooperation with um, another organization um, and for example, the last event we had was at IUPUI. And so we had a built-in audience of students there that um, really helped kind of boost our attendance and just added a very special dynamic. And this our, our next event that I would like to put in a plug for will be January 15th, uh, 9 uh, excuse me, 10 o'clock to 11.30 a.m. at Launch Fishers. And so we'll be uh, hosting this at Launch Fishers with their cooperation and their theater. And again, uh, a built-in audience there at Launch with um, a great group of uh, entrepreneurs who uh, are there on a regular basis. I like the idea of the wind at your back already. And you've already got some momentum, but getting more momentum. And I mean, you, you named two different groups. Um, so my question is, you know, it's a two part, you know, what do you, what message do you want to leave people with about the Indie Grit community? And the second thing is, do you find the speaker first? Um, or do you find the facility first for the built in audience in order to, um, build that out. So just kind of the message of what people to expect as in the speaker, the audience is already going to be there. Can you speak more to that? Um, yes, I, I would say um, due to the fact that I've been around the community for many years now, 30 plus years, I, I know a lot of folks. And so finding someone to speak is less of a challenge than finding a good venue. So usually I'm working on the venue first and um, zeroing in on a date and time and then um, trying to find a speaker uh, is less challenging, but of course um, they need to know the time and date that they're being asked to speak. So the venue has to come first. That's interesting because usually you have, um, well, actually in vet marketing, you have to have the venue first. I mean, because you have to know ahead of time for the speakers. But it's interesting that um, how the pairing has to go together because usually people find the speaker first before the venue. Um, so, I mean, can you can you speak more to? I mean, can you speak more to that of not nothing that's on the website, just the offline background. Sure. Um, and so, what well, kind of lessons or yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, I, I've kind of got a formula that I don't know how long I'll use it, but the fo this formula would be to um, have a panel discussion. And so uh, we've got, uh, um, uh, so let me th speak to the recent event at IUPUI. Uh, we had a panel of three people, Doug Carr, our mutual friend, Doug, uh, graciously spoke. We had an, 
professor from IUPUI and we had a student from IUPUI that kind of was kind of a three different points of view on grit. And uh, I'll tell you, the uh, student stole the uh, audience. He, he, you know, uh, not really met him. He was selected by um, the professors at IUPUI, but he did a super job and uh, really stole the show. And but everybody contributed. Each each person had their own story, and the beauty of that approach where we've got a, a panel of three people and me moderating is that um, nobody has to pre do much preparation. I had a few questions prepared that they were ready to respond to. Um, and so we had a, a good panel discussion, had an opportunity to take a couple of questions from the audience. And then uh, the second part of our event is a practical exercise. And so um, when we completed the panel discussion, we uh, had uh, groups of four or five uh, each at a separate table. And they uh, we had some prepared questions that they responded to based in particular on what was said by the three panelists. And there was some really good discussion. And then at the end, uh, we had kind of a wrap up. And when when we were finished, um, uh, I, I here's another lesson I've learned to make sure you reserve the room for an extra half hour to an hour because nobody wants to leave. Uh, no, nobody got up to leave. Everybody uh, kept on going and uh, deepen the friendships that they had started um, with usually people that they had not known before the event and uh, just kind of sat down at a table. And I encourage that. I encourage the students to mix with the professionals and vice versa. And so we had groups of people that um, had were just meeting for the first time but there's a, a high level of trust that develops during the event as people discuss what they've learned and how it um, affects them and applies to them and what they are going to put into practice as a result. I like that, the, the extra 30 minutes of relationship building, but the trust has to come during the event. Yes, and it is unique uh, in terms of events that I've seen, um, it, it just something, some magic that happens uh, in the course of this kind of discussion. And and I need I should say that I, I try and set it up ahead of time to be that way. We talk about um, trying to be authentic and and share our vulnerabilities with one another. Um, and I, I especially um, emphasize that integrant community has three values through, that they hold in esteem, humility, curiosity, and generosity. And we speak a lot about that. And I, I tell them that uh, humility would be uh, the idea of sharing 
uh, your struggles with other people. And curiosity would be um, to ask the next question um, about how others in the room with whom you're speaking have overcome these struggles. I, I tell people that the path is worn, but it's new to you. And what that means is that other people have traveled that path before. It's new to you, but others have been down it. And, and so have the curiosity to ask others how they've overcome whatever it is that you're struggling with. And then generosity, that third value is lending, offering to lend a helping hand saying, you know, how could I help? And so that kind of sets the stage for um, the, some of the dynamics that take place over the course of the event and that trust building that takes place. I like it here. I really do. And we're going to take a little pivot point now and we're not going to, we're, so not, not enough, not any more questions about Indie Grit community. Um, well, everything will be in this episode about the Indie Grit community and the, the new event coming on in January. But want to know more about the man behind the community. And so, and, and you can talk about, you know, um, how leadership to um, your, your consulting business. But want to know more about you in the sense of when you wake up in the morning and you think about work, why do you work? Why, why do you put your blood, sweat, and tears into how leadership in the Andy Grick community? Well, um, first I would say that work is um, something that I especially enjoy. So I know some people look at their work as a necessary evil. Um, but for me, it's, uh, you know, I, I just uh, so enjoy what I do, um, helping people to overcome uh, the challenges of starting a business and seeing them uh, grow uh, in their capacity uh, as a leader to employ people and uh, help people with the products and services they have just provides an immense sense of uh, gratitude and, and the opportunity to use the gifts God has given me. So I really enjoy what I do. Um, and uh, right now, because of my uh, wife's health, uh, I am limited in the number of clients that I can serve. Um, but I especially enjoy each of those that I, I do serve. And Indie Grid Community is the way that I am marketing my services and simultaneously uh, giving back to the community that's been so generous to me. I like that, Harry. Um, I know that you work a lot and any great communities, um, a great event, because um, I've been, I think I've been to a, a one or two, a few of them, um, or I've heard feedback from about a few of them too. But what do you do as a hobby or creatively that kind of brings back into, um, kind of reinvigorate your ins inspiration for Sure. Well, I enjoy the outdoors, and um, so uh, right now I'm sitting in my office looking out the window at a bird feeder and uh, hoping that before the end of this podcast we'll get a, a few goldfinches here at this uh, bird feeder sitting right outside my window. So I, I enjoy 
being outdoors, looking uh, at the out of doors, walking. Uh, I've got a, um, an unusual bicycle. It's uh, called an elliptigo. So when it's elliptical bicycle, it's very difficult to describe, but you can go on YouTube and check it out. So I enjoy uh, riding my bike when the weather is conducive for that. Um, and uh, we are blessed to have a vacation home up in the Adirondack Mountains of Upper New York State that uh, we enjoy going to on a nice lake up there. And so that's been a big part of um, our lives and um, rejuvenating during the, uh, usually in the summer season, we would be up there for about three weeks or more. So uh, those are some of the things that I enjoy in particular. Uh, I also like reading. And uh, so in the next Indie Grit newsletter, um, I'm going to be reviewing uh, a book I've just finished reading that I'm excited about and, and sharing with our Indie Grit community. So um, let, let me just say, uh, if you're interested, go out. The URL is indiegrit.community. And the in the footer, you can sign up for the email newsletter. You can find out about our next event and uh, register for that. I like that little plug there. I was actually going to ask you about health, but since you already beat me to it with nature and walking and your bike, I'm like, well, and then you you, you ended it perfectly, I think, with, the, with what you're doing um, personally and professionally. I think they're very much intertwined, Harry, and I, I've always admired you, and especially with the Indie Grit community being about humility, curiosity, and generosity, and I feel like you have... Um, established that in the community and people have um, embraced that. Well, thank you, Sean. And uh, you, one of the things in my, you know, as I coach and mentor business leaders, um, I, I don't make a distinction between your business life, your personal life and uh, spiritual life. All of that is really integrated. And, and so um, you kind of alluded to that fact. And so uh, if I'm able to help uh, a budding entrepreneur and, and he is successful in his business, but um, ends up, uh, you know, with his family in crisis, uh, I don't feel like I've succeeded course not all of that is in my hands and I'm not responsible for that but I, I feel obligated to um, provide some coaching in uh, you know for the whole person yes I agree Harry well thank you for being on the show sharing about indie grit community kind of talking about um, how lead so it's how lead h-o-w-e l-e-a-d dot com you mentioned that and um, thank you very much for talking about your, your two businesses as well as a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your wife. Um, I think that just shows um, how approachable and how kind and how generous you are. So thank you very much for being on this episode, Harry. Well, thank you, Sean. It's been a, a treat to be with you.
And to all the Converge coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap.